Growler Media presents Joe vs. the Minute. Welcome back to Joe vs. the Minute, the Movies by Minute podcast that takes you to the volcano one raft ride at a time. I'm Tierney Steele, and with me today is Jarf. Hello. And also, we are joined by two amazing guests. You heard them on Monday. They are back for more Tom Hanks, more dialogue-less minutes. Welcome, Ashley and Clarice. Hi. (laughs) Hi. Yes, uh, sometimes when you chop up a movie one minute at a time and there is an extended Lost at Sea sequence, you don't get a lot of talking. (laughs) Today, we are ironically talking about minute 74, which begins with Joe giving the unconscious Patricia a cap full of water, and it ends with Joe dancing to Come Go With Me. Okay, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so before the dancing begins, this is not an effective way to keep someone alive, right? I mean... Well, apparently you can survive longer, what is it? Just water, right? Yeah, like if you just do water, you're good. Hmm. According to CSI, a CSI episode I watched one time. You can survive less amount of time with no sleep and then a little bit more time with no food and then a little bit more time with no water. So she's in the perfect position. Mm. Isn't that an arcade fire song? (laughs) Something about that you can't. It's like the beginning of an arcade fire song and it's a whole thing about how you can't can't live without (laughs) drinking or sleeping. That sounds right. There's some advice. (laughs) Some great advice. Some great advice in that song, if I could remember what it was. (laughs) (laughs) I just always think of the beginning of Christmas in Connecticut, where they're lost at sea, and they start dreaming about, like, when they go to the hospital, they're rescued, and at the hospital, they're only allowed to eat, like, gruel and things until their stomachs recover. That was another formative life life lesson. If you ever do go an extended period, ease back into it. Like on Survivor, when they give them like their their special supper time, and then they eat so much food, and then they're all so sick. I can't watch Survivor anymore, but I can watch this because Jeff Prost isn't here, making me wonder why they don't all band together and kill him um, for his snide (laughs) comments. I'm just saying, if I was that hungry and had access to a machete, Jeff Probst would not be alive anymore. So <laughs> <laughs> He's always like, gotta pick up the pace and the challenges. And I'm just like, mm, that is a man. That is a man who takes safety into his own hands. That, <laughs> they, it's just the two of them. It's unconscious Patricia, Joe with the water, and Jarf's favorite sound effect. Yes, so you get the thirsty desert sun again, and the scary rattlesnake noise, and I love the dancing. I think if there's, if I just distilled one favorite moment from this minute, it's Joe's smile when he tunes in the song on the radio. Yeah. Because he has to kind of like fiddle with it a little. This really, looking at this radio, just time ported me back to the... (laughs) late 80s early 90s because we had the we had the radio that when the power went out it still worked like magic because it was transistor radio and i remember putting up the big antenna and then making sure it's on am or fm and turning the dial but i never got the Dell vikings he's so happy he's so happy it's so nice so tierney would you like to hear the song instead of Come Go With Me that was called for in the screenplay? 
What? <laughs> yes, oh. I would. Yes, listeners. This is a little segment that I like to call Jarf reads from the screenplay and makes Tierney sad. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay, great. Here we go. Joe's point of view. The sun looks powerful. He turns on the radio. Static. He turns the dial. The voice of a German announcer speaks confidently. Joe turns the dial. A Japanese announcer's voice solemnly intones a short statement in Japanese, ending with Elton John. Joe immediately switches the station. The song... Oh, shade. (laughs) The song Goodbye, Cruel World begins to play. Joe sits listening for what seems a long time. That would make anyone sad, not just me. That's a totally different vibe for the movie and for the scene. That is a very, very different vibe. It didn't have any further detail on the song. From what I can glean, it is Goodbye Cruel World by James Darren. If you're not familiar with the song, it's a Goodbye Cruel World. I'm off to join the circus. It's a heartbroken protagonist. He's decided to throw his life away and and join the circus, which kind of parallels this whole I'm going to go jump in the volcano situation. But definitely tonally, it, it doesn't. I, this is an iconic and he sits scene. And listens. Like, yeah. yeah. Contemplating morality versus dancing to the Dell Vikings. I'll take what's on the screen versus what's on the page every time. Do we know if the, the script was written before Hanks was attached? I think so. I think so. so. I wonder if once they, he was attached to it, they're like, oh, we can't do that. You <laughs> <laughs> can't be sad. We've got to have Hanks He's be his Hanks. Hanksy self in this moment. That is, that is, wow. So while Tierney processes that information, <laughs> I had a couple notes just about the song. So it was written by C.E. Quick, a.k.a. Clarence Quick, and it was by the doo-wop vocal group, the Dell Vikings. This is what I found particularly interesting. If you just could pull the thread between these different movies that the song was later featured in. So mm. it was in American Graffiti. Woohoo! <laughs> right. Excellent double soundtrack. Two records. Please so awesome. save all woohoos until the end. <laughs> just kidding. Diner, <laughs> Stand By Me. Joe versus the Volcano, of course, and set it up from 2018. That's uh, Tay Diggs, Lucy Liu. I haven't seen that, but uh, it's on my Netflix queue. And and now I have another reason to see it. I, I'm a big fan of Lucy Liu's comedy. So now that it's a part of this come go with me cinematic universe, it seems like it is something that I really need to see. Yeah, and I I did kind of blow my woohoo early, but (laughs) those are all really good movies. Right? In different ways. I mean, Diner and Stand By Me are very different, but wow. I mean, those are all fantastic. So I think it speaks highly. And I will second you. I don't think I've ever seen Lucy Liu in a movie and been disappointed by her. Right? She's amazing. Yeah. So I second that motion to complete the cinematic universe. I'm just looking. I love like that it has the little stand so he can put the radio down and and center it, you know, make sure the antenna's going right. And then and then it begins. <laughs> <laughs> I love that it starts just like because we see the radio, it's in front of Patricia, so we see her in the background and the uneven, and then it cuts to this it is a weird angle. 
Like, it's iconic. It's such a part of this movie. Jar, if you had a gif of it that just blew my mind where I was like, that is perfect. But this is a weird angle for this scene. And it puts it so it is just Hanks and a fake blue sky. And that's it for, I think, the rest of this minute and yeah. into the next one. <laughs> yeah, it's just right there. What do you think is going through Joe's mind at this moment? Just madness. <laughs> Yeah, for real. I feel like that. If I was like, hey, I'm stuck at sea, probably gonna die. I'm just gonna make the best of it. <laughs> Do a little dance. Yeah, I like this song. Yeah. Let's dance it out till yeah. I die. It is the most relatable thing. Yeah. Like, I, there's nothing I can do to improve my situation. How about a little music? Yeah. Yeah, he's got that weird jacket on with the sleeves. Yeah. <laughs> Jacket is a weird outfit. Yeah. So baggy. I would dance if I was in that situation. That outfit has been mocked by multiple people. And I like that he (laughs) continues to wear like he was just like, no, you know what? I'm wearing this today. He did not realize he'd be wearing it for the rest of his life, as far as he knows. True. But I like that he sticks by it. Actually, I was warming up to the outfit. He looks ridiculous when he first steps onto screen, when he still has the hat, and when he is still back in LA. But as he wears it in and and sheds the hat and he is actually on his adventure, it's started to look natural. Yeah, that's very true, actually. Those shorts are so baggy. (laughs) Hello, 90s. (laughs) They kind of look like the skipper uniforms on the Jungle Cruise at Disneyland. It's like the beginning when he's got the hat, and that's like the start of the day. And then at the end is the end of the day when they clock out. (laughs) (laughs) Done with it. (laughs) These tourists. So how you were especially excited to talk about the dancing, Ashley. How would you describe the dancing? I mean, oh, the dancing is pure joy. I really feel like it's pure madness joy slash like, well, what else am I going to do but dance? He, it's so like jerky, I guess, <laughs> is it is another way to describe it. Again, I, I, as soon as this happened, I was like, oh, this is like probably in my top five favorite Hanks moments of any movie ever. Oh, wow. It's just so weirdly perfectly done and so perfectly him, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I love it. I love every part of it. I love, I want to watch it on a loop for the rest of my life. I'd be okay with that. What he's doing at the end with the flipping his hand up and down, I have yes. totally incorporated that to dancing before. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. Also, the one where you think like he's going to like do a little like, ooh, I'm, I'm doing the motions. You guys can't see me, but I'm doing them right now. Just like, so you know. We know. Yeah, we get it. Thank you. I knew you knew. And, and it's funny, when he first is swinging his arms around, it reminds me, my friend Michelle, we were in grad school together, and we would go out to bars and dancing and all that fun stuff. And she used to joke, she's like, I have only one move, and her niece had actually dubbed it the Michelle. And so it's like, do the Michelle. And it's just like a double bop on each side with your shoulders and your hands going with. <laughs> and once she said that, I was like, oh my god. That is all you do when we go out dancing, but it's working for you, so who cares? (laughs) Yeah, it's funny that it's not not like Elaine dancing on Seinfeld, where it's like you're watching a train wreck. Even though it's it's not technically good dancing, I think (laughs) it's it must just be the situation and embracing. He's literally dancing like no one is watching. Yes, truly, yeah, that's what you would do. Sorry, Clarice, did I talk over you? 
No, I was just going to say, like, his dad dancing before he was new, he knew he was America's dad. That's what I find interesting <laughs> about this. Gosh, oh my gosh. It's like a, a, like a premonition. <laughs> yes. That's it right there. Yeah, that's it. He's It's the best way to describe it. It's 100% dad dancing. The like before is so strange because he was not America's yeah. dad in 1990, but he was still, <laughs> no, not at that still point. dancing and like one. somehow we knew he would be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he always knew. He knew it in his heart. <laughs> one day. Oh, I love that. I love that we get to reference our uh, Hollywood dad boy. Tom Hanks. Hollywood dad Instead boy. Instead of Hollywood Tom bad Hanks. boy, we have Hollywood dad boy. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to, to use that going forward on the Tom well, Hanks. Yep, obviously. That is what that is what I will use always. <laughs> Hollywood dad boy. I just loved it was a couple years ago. Uh I'm gonna be really upset if it was actually like six years ago because once you pass a certain age, time gets really weird. But video mm-hmm. was snuck out of him at someone's wedding and he was dancing and it was just like, oh, he dances like every dad has ever danced at any wedding ever. Yes, absolutely. And it was perfect. And I just feel like, yep, that energy. That energy is here. But yeah, this is beautiful. I just realized that as I was talking to you guys, I'm like, they always tell you dance like no one is watching. And here you go. This is what Joe does. (laughs) Exactly what he's doing. (laughs) Dance like you're the father of three children. (laughs) (laughs) Well, see, now when I say... This maybe we all like this because this is how we would all be. It feels weird because we are not the dads to three children. <laughs> I mean, I am when I hit the dance floor, though, so it's fine. <laughs> you don't have to be a dad to dance with abandon. Mm, it's true, exactly. Dad dancing is like genderless, ageless, <laughs> no nations, no borders. <laughs> It's pure. It's the most pure thing you can exactly. do. Listeners, show us your best hashtag da- dad dance. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Please have it start with one hand in a pocket snapping your fingers with the music, because I do feel like that yep. really eases you into it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm not going to dance. Yes, I am. Oh, wait a second. The music's taking me somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I am feeling this rhythm, kids. Oh, well, I have good news. The dancing continues on Friday. (laughs) Oh, thank goodness. Yes. I didn't want anyone to worry that this is the end of dancing. It most certainly is not. We haven't even reached my favorite move of the dancing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) All that and ukulele, too, awaits you. Uh, I wonder if next... No, next minute can't be my favorite minute of the movie because Patricia is unconscious, but... Right. It's very high up there. What minute is it where they fly out of the volcano in an absurd photoshopping situation? Because that's my favorite minute. Really? (laughs) That's my favorite second of the whole movie where it's like, pew, boy. Uh, And then they just fly out. Let's see. Minute 93. You will enjoy to great abandon. Second second whatever minute 93 is that's my favorite when it looks like they're on a computer screen and someone pauses it and then uses a mouse just to drag them out of it. <laughs> that's my favorite. Yes. <laughs> that's exactly what happens. It is exactly what happens. I am good with 74. I'm going to go boogie. I'm good with 74 too. 
How about both of you, our guests? Yeah. Yeah, I think oh, this minute. Oh, but before. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, no. I was going to make you guys tell us about seeing this for the first time and if you had embraced the dad energy from the get-go. I, uh... I think so. Yeah. I don't have, I'm going to be honest, I don't have any strong memories of seeing this for the first time. I don't have ignore, I didn't know that I watched it and I really enjoyed it. (laughs) There was no special context to it. I think I was probably sitting in bed. It was not, yeah, it was not a movie of my childhood. I, I didn't get exposed to very many strange films growing up. It was a pretty, very boring cinematic childhood. (laughs) Just sad. (laughs) How did I get here? Who knows? Just that cinema realistic. Mm, I was very cinema realistic. Cinema realistic. Yeah. Well, I did used to watch Wishbone. That's not very cinema realistic. So not very plausible, but other than that. I was going to say, maybe the surrealism of Wishbone mentally prepared you for... Yeah. I was somehow still a really strange, weird, weird kid, even though my parents deliberately did not expose me to anything weird. Oh my <laughs> so God. I don't that know fire. how that happened. I was still the kid who was like trying to like, I don't know, buy all the like weird ghost skeleton books <laughs> and just like really morbid, obsessed with monsters. I thought that monasteries were monstraries and it was just a place <laughs> oh, that they had monsters. <laughs> and so they took me to a monastery and I was like, where are all the monsters? Because <laughs> that's where my little weird child brain went. So I honestly don't know how I didn't. Maybe I saw this movie when I was an infant and it like imprinted really early and I like have no memory of watching it, but it's still there. That could absolutely happen. I wasn't an infant, but I must have seen Rocky Horror Picture Show way too young to be seeing Rocky Horror Picture Show because the very first time I heard the time warp, I started doing the dance and I literally remember stopping and being like, how do I know what to do with my hands? That's weird. <laughs> That's amazing. So yeah, I I like this I like this uh, theory. Yeah, I'm going with that. What about you, Ashley? Had you seen this? before podcasting was I even a thing. <laughs> no, this was this is one of the ones where like I knew Sleepless in Seattle. That was like one of my childhood movies for sure that I watched a thousand times. I'd never seen You've Got Mail and I'd never seen this one. But I felt like in some way I'm like, oh I'm sure I've seen Joe versus the volcano. Like that sounds really familiar. The name sounds familiar. Uh Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks. And then watching it I'm like this movie is the craziest movie I've ever seen. And Yeah, I watched it for the first time. I think it was just last year that I watched it. It made a big impression. Like, I thought about it a lot, like, for the next couple days. Just some of the weird scenes and, like, the weird... And and also some, like, super beautiful stuff. Like, there's this scene with Hanks and... Oh, man, what's her name? Was it Angelica? And... Or is it Dee Dee? I I don't know. On the date in the convertible? Yeah, in the city behind them, there's all the buildings and all the windows are all different colored. Right. And I remember Dee-dee. like thinking about that and I still think about that and how beautiful that is. Same. Yeah. It's a bonkers movie that, like I said, I could not stop thinking about after I watched it. Well, imagine if you watched it one minute at a time and spent the better <laughs> part of a year talking about it three times a week. You know what? Maybe. I could do that with Sleepless in Seattle in a heartbeat. I was going to ask if yes. there was a Tom Hanks movie. And if you were a crazy person that wanted to do a podcast 
one of us one of us (laughs) so sleepless in seattle would be yours i wonder i'm just gonna look at his list of movies really really quickly i feel like sleepless in seattle might be the one because it's sad it's funny it's beautiful it's silly i think that one or road to perdition would be a really interesting one to talk about because that one's really that one's a super beautiful looking movie to watch that I was going to offer to join you in Sleepless in Seattle analysis, but the world is not ready for my love of Bill Pullman, so. Yes, and he's so wonderful in that he's movie. He's just Everybody not the one that movie's for great. her, but he's so wonderful. But he's so good. He's so good. He's so good. I had such a crush on him. <laughs> I know, me too. Also, Green Mile is wonderful as well, and um, A League of Their Own. I think I could do Minute by Minute for A League of Their Own, too. Uh, well, I don't know about Minute by Minute, but I'm going to be doing a podcast on A League of Their Own this summer, so I'll Are let you? you know how it goes. Yep, we're Rachel Mumbert, who is also part of the Movies by Minute community, and I are going to be analyzing it. We're calling it one inning at a time. I broke Amazing. the movie up into nine chunks. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, please call me if you need me. <laughs> I will. I'm so excited. We're just starting production and like I made our logo. It, well, it's not our logo, but an image that we can use for promoting it and everything. And it's the um, picture from the newsreel of Marla Hooch in the outfield. And so across the top, it says a league of their own one minute at a time. And then underneath I wrote, what a podcast. <laughs> So good. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Real proud of myself for that one. I love that. <laughs> yeah, Tom Hanks has a, oh, let's just put it this way, been in some good movies. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, let's just say that he is one of the greatest movie stars of all time. Yeah. That feels fair. <laughs> I think so. Thank you so much. That's my opinion. Well, I've plugged myself, but I am fully committed to this raft right now. And I spend a lot of time on social media tweeting at Joe versus Minute and talking on Facebook in the Joe versus the Minute listeners luggage raft group. So that's where you can find us. Yes, we have a luggage raft. <laughs> Go there. Dance. Dance with abandon. Yes. Amazing. Share your dad dance. Uh, anything else today, Jarf? Nothing else for me. I think I am ready uh, to wrap it up and get ready to return on Friday. So where to now, Tierney? Come and go with me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Come and go with me. Now I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where I'm gonna go when the volcano blows. Let me say now I don't know. Wow, something is really different. I'm a growler.